It's Tuesday, May 11th. I'm Rudy. An escaped tiger is roaming through a residential area of Houston. They need someone with tiger-beaten experience to take this thing down. Quick! Someone call Elin Nordegren and her nine iron. She'll take care of that pronto. Let's take a long walk to Cleveland. What is happening, everybody? I'm Rudy Povich. This is a long walk to Cleveland. Thank you so much for subscribing on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on Stitcher, doing this live on Instagram at Rudy underscore Povich. For anybody asking, Elon Nordegren is Tiger Woods' ex-wife. She hit him with a nine iron. The joke is not funny if you have to explain it today on the program. Uh, Don't feed him after midnight or go to the gym after 4 p.m. But first, got to say hi to everybody. Uh, let's see who is joining us today. Jules, what's happening? What's up, Auntie Reedy? What's up, Maria? How are you guys? Uh, scrolling through here. Heather Sullivan says hello from Wisconsin. Hello, Wisconsin! Big fan of your state. Plan on traveling there soon. What's up, Emily? Nicole Scooter says, look at Rudy all cleaned up. Yeah. Shaved yesterday. The reason behind that is I realized that there's a lot of there's two different guys in life. There's the guy who gets his hair cut when he's 13, and it stays that way until the day he dies. You can set your watch to it. It's like Johnny Unitas. That guy got a haircut at eight and it didn't change until the day they put him in the ground. I am not that guy. <laughs> I definitely fall in the other camp. I like change. I like to switch it up every once in a while. Sometimes I like to be preppy. Sometimes I want to be a goth kid. Sometimes, you know. It's because I don't know who I am at 40 that I have to grow a beard and then shave it off six weeks later. Let's see. Dia's on there. Lindsay says, look at that baby face. Yeah, it does take a couple of years off, doesn't it? Let's see. Mira. Hello. Good morning to you, Auntie Reedy. You got to show off that jawline. I don't know. The jawline is starting to dissipate. It's like the coast of California. One of these days, it's just going to be full flat and straight into the water. Is it not? Let's see, Gretch says, Thank God you don't have the same haircut as you did when you were 13. What's funny is Gretchen knows me from when I was 13, and that was a terrible, terrible bowl cut. Or a mohawk. Or completely shaved sides, like down to the skin. Yeah. It's terrible. All right. Marisa, thank you guys to everybody for the uh, the compliment on the face. Uh, I wanted to talk about this for just a second. Uh, let's chat about Lizzo. Those are words that usually don't come out of my mouth, but she put a post on Instagram yesterday. You know that part of sadness where you feel like a burden on everyone and annoying and nobody cares about you? <laughs> Can we get rid of that part? It's like, yo, I'm already sad. <laughs> Kind of add insult to injury that I have no one to talk to about it. It's crazy. Like, why do we feel this way? Why do we feel this way when we get sad? I don't want to feel this way anymore. I want to feel like I do have someone to talk to. People do care about me. I am loved. I'm not alone. That's how I want to feel, but I don't don't feel like that. Okay, this is embarrassing. All right, so everybody looks at celebrities... And those with money, and just go. Well, what's your? What are you complaining about? Why are you crying? You should be crying. We all got problems. It's just a different set of problems. 
We all still feel the same way. When you're a kid and you lose your dolly, man, that is like losing a parent when you're in your 40s. It's It wrecks you. So there's a lot of people that have been shaming Lizzo. And usually when I hear about celebrities kind of whining and crying, I, 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 I'm i the first one in my head to just go, oh my God, shut up. But this time around, it feels a little different. I don't know if it's just because I'm sort of looking back on, you know, my last 40 years and just going, dude, you're never going to get over some things in life. You just, you're not. I don't think I will ever fully get over the fact that my old man split when I was a kid. That'll, it'll always just be a part of who I am and what happened in my past. And you're never going to be able to get over it. There are things you can do that can help you work around it, but you can't change that on the inside. I'm sure Lizzo probably still has regressed memories about, you know, um, she slips right back into being that high schooler before she was famous. Probably got teased for being overweight or maybe her hair didn't look as good as some of the other kids. That's just, it's just who, that's the way we're built. We keep telling ourselves, once I get that job, I'll be happy. Once I get that other person in my life, I'll be happy. Once I get some money, I'll be happy. That, that shit just doesn't exist. It doesn't. It does not. I've been broke most of my life. And then finally, I got a a little bit of a nest egg underneath me and bought a house. Bought it at the best time ever. Like, basically, it was pennies on the dollar. 2008, man. They were giving away houses after the crash. And uh, I I bought a place and then turned around, you know, eight years later. And I remember, like, that whole, like, two-month stretch of when we put the house on the market to when it sold to when I was on my way to go close on the house. And I remember thinking, like, here it is. Finally, my payday. After today, I will be happy because the thing I have always needed in my life was money, and that will make me happy. And I'm on my way to go get my money. And then I went to the closing, and they handed me a check for more money than I had ever seen in my life. And I remember driving to the bank to go deposit it and thinking, I am still fucking miserable. I am still absolutely dead on the inside. This didn't change shit. I, I, I deposited the money. Now I got a ton of worries. Like, how am I going to keep this money? What happens if I end up getting, like, you know, my identity robbed? So many other questions I never even thought about. I just thought, get some money, then you'll be happy. Now, shit, no, you're still miserable. Still absolutely. None of that stuff changes on the inside. The thing you can do, though, and the thing that I found out that works for me, and here's the thing about like self-help books. Yes, you should probably read one or two, not every month, but you know, once every six months, maybe take inventory of what's going on in your life. Try to figure out if there's something that you could be doing different. Find a book that might curtail you in a different direction. You know, Maybe you're drinking a little more than you should. Let's see, Mel says, money definitely doesn't buy happiness. No, it doesn't mean shit. D, money does not equal happiness. No, it doesn't. I prayed every day that it would. <laughs> and then they gave it to me. And I was like, oh, nothing's nothing's changed. You're still that same person, you know? But if self-help books were to change change you, if it was an instant, you know, boom, just done, there'd only be one self-help book and everybody would have read it and we'd all be fine. But that's not the case. It's not how it works. Here's what I have figured out, that... 
You can go do all of the therapy that you want. And you should sit down and tell people your problems. They have no dog in the fight. That's the best part about going to see somebody you don't know. Your friends get tired of dealing with your bullshit. (laughs) They do. After a while, they're like, Jesus Christ, you guys have been divorced for six months. Stop talking about her. You you had no kids. You didn't own any houses. Like, you're fine. Everyone's going to be okay. Stop complaining. But the thing that, like, always drove me nuts was you work and work and work at all this these things to like get past that shit oh my god my dad left i have to work through that oh my god i got fired from this job i have a little bit of ptsd from it oh my god my caught my wife cheating on me i have to work through it fuck no grab a piece of paper and a pen take a walk start working on other things go build birdhouses do whatever it is that you do to be able to keep your mind off it I'm telling you, eventually that will become life. Yes, you should deal with those things head on. You shouldn't ignore them, but it's always going to be a part of you. But if you can find other things that will fill some of those voids, you're going to get over whatever that thing is much faster. And the only reason I know that is because at 40, that's what's the, it's the only thing that has worked for me. <laughs> it's not like I, life was peachy and then all of a sudden one thing happened Shit, no, it's been 40 years of, of, of mostly downs than ups, and the only way I'm able to get through them is just keep working. Just keep working on things. Keep your mind off of it. I, I've never rock climbed, but I imagine if you're hanging off the side of a wall at 1,200 feet, you're probably not thinking about, you know, how your sister got all mad and bitched at you at Christmas. Probably thinking about how am I going to keep myself on the side of this wall and not fall to my death. Let's read some of these comments here. Uh, Let's see. What's up, Jim Norder? How are you, bud? Jim Norder and I got a show coming up here uh, next Saturday. I'll get some more details on that and drop you a line about it if you guys are going to be in southern Minnesota. D says, be a good person, help others, and your views start to change, and sometimes you start to feel a bit better. I 1,000% agree. Volunteering, helping others. Uh, I believe it was, I'm going to screw this up, Mark Duplass. There we go. Mark Duplass, one of my favorite actors. He was a part of The League on FX. He was also in one of my favorite movies of all time called Jaybird. Not Jaybird. Let me rephrase that. Blue Jay. He was also in Safety Not Guaranteed. If you saw his face, you probably know who he is. But Mark Duplass had a comment the other day, and he said, All these years I've been trying to get to the next level. And maybe it's time I start helping people get to my level. And I was like, yeah, man, I get it. I 1,000% get it. Sometimes we look at where we're at and go, why am I not where that person is? Why? I'm funnier than that person. I work harder than that person. I'm a better actor than that person. I'm a better editor than that person. Why, Why am I not where they are? And the... Simple truth of the matter is you're not. It's not like magic potion to it. You're just not. Enjoy this journey. This is the only one that you get. So sometimes instead of trying to get to that next level, you got to build up a little underneath you. You got to, if somebody's looking at you going, hey man, how do I get to where you're at? Don't poo-poo that. Help them out. Let's see. Lindsay says, find what makes you feel alive and run to it. Fill your soul and not your pocketbook. Also good beer. That helps quite a bit. Olena, uh, I have worked hard to learn to be happy with who I am and what I have. Yeah, that shit don't change. You just, you got what you got. Mel, self-care is so important. I agree. Find something that makes you happy. Hiking and biking are great things to clear your mind. 
sometimes all you need is just a, a set of headphones and an open road. Seriously. And sometimes even just can the headphones. For the longest time, you're in your brain and you're talking to yourself and you're trying so hard to get away from it all the time. And finally, someday you just realize, oh, that, that it's not going away. We're just stuck here with all this. <laughs> that voice in my head, it ain't going anywhere. So learn to listen to it instead of constant, because you're never going to be able to stop it. So try to acknowledge it and take it for what it is, man. Think of it sometimes as, as a muse. Maybe it might give you a, a good piece of information or it might spark some creativity. Everybody's trying to you know, beat that voice out of their head all the time. Knock that shit off. Uh, let's see, Amanda, I've designated this, this year the year of giving. I'm volunteering and donating as much as I can, give and support others. Dude, that's how you do it, man. That's how you build up underneath you, and that's how you get yourself pop, you know, propped up a little bit higher. If you're looking to you know, walk up that ladder, make sure you got people underneath it that are coming up behind you that can hang on to it. It's kind of how it works, you know? Try so hard all the time to find shortcuts and get around it. Fuck, that just doesn't work, man. It's not the way it is. All right, moving on. So uh, last night, I ran to, I had a long day yesterday, tons of editing, a lot of podcasts. I'm getting out of town this weekend and just wanted to front load the week so that by Friday, I can pack up all my shit and just get out of town and not have to worry about anything so I can stay until Monday because trying to drive back home all the way from northern Minnesota back to uh, the cities is a huge pain in the ass on that Sunday of opening fishing because there's a fucking million guys and there's a million meatheads and people are getting off the lake and they're pretty drunk so now I just stay at the cabin I just take a vacation day and I just stay up there for one extra day what's up Allison nice to see you on the uh, Instagram live feed and I just thought yesterday start to get some stuff done didn't get to the gym until almost 5 o'clock. What in the fuck is up with gyms after 4 p.m.? Now, because of my schedule, I get up at 3.30 every morning, come to work, hang here till about 10.30, run home, have a quick bite to eat, get a little bit of work done. Then I go to the gym around 12.30 or 1. It is the Dead Sea in that place, and that is how I like it. Christ. All the old biddies from the morning are gone. All the old timers that are on the treadmills, they're out of there. There's like six people, everybody, none of our twains meet. We're all super respectful of one another. I walked in there yesterday. It was about maybe 5.15. That place was on goddamn fire. And I, it was packed to the gills. Tons of meatheads. Nothing but like dudes grunting and not, at 40, I like to work out hard. That's just, that's, I've learned that that's the way my body best, um, reacts to a, a workout I, I lift heavy and that's for whatever reason that works for me but not to a point where it's like dude you're struggling and you got veins popping out of the side of your head and you get that little bit of like red blood that kind of like pops into like the side of your eye like dude too much too much standing around too much flexing in the mirror holy shit I couldn't I was like this is not the same place I come to at 1pm 1, 1 right it can't be there's no way it's like the floodgates of meatheads. They just kicked it right open, man, and let these dudes in. And it's not just the dudes. It's a lot of the gals, too. Also, because I go at 1 o'clock in the afternoon, there, it's, a, it's a handful of like businessmen who are, on, um, who are on lunch break. It's a couple of the, like, the moms that are waiting to go pick up their kids. It's a, it's a couple of ladies that work there. 
And that's it. There's really nobody around. Mira says, it's always a group of meatheads hogging a squat machine. Move! I agree. My goodness. Aren't you guys going to throw your backs out, dude? Slip a disc. Ah, Scooter says, lift heavy, eat carbs. That's me. Good for you. See, everybody has something different. Totally. Um, but while I, was, uh, while I was in there, it was nonstop, just grunting sounds. And it was like, oh, my God, dude, this... Where, the, where are we? Is this a zoo? Because 1 o'clock, man, there's nobody there. Everybody's super chill. There's one older manager. His name's Neil. And that dude hangs out. And he shoots the breeze every once in a while. But this was like every person who was working there was like in the goddamn, you know, the tight Lululemon get-ups. And it was like, what weird 80s movie are we in right now? My Christ. So that's it. No more. If it's if it's like you know three forty five, I, I maybe I would roll the dice. But anything past four four fifteen to start your workout, there's no way, man, no way. Too many people, too much of a pain in the ass. Like I guess I've just gotten babied getting up at three thirty. There's no traffic on the road. I drive back home. It's like you know nine thirty ten o'clock. There's no traffic again. Can't do it. Marie says, I used to go in the morning and had the old dudes ask if I was looking for a sugar daddy. Um, no. Keep moving. Laugh emojis. I don't blame you. That's weird, right? Guys asking for that is super weird. Dude, if, if you really had the means, you wouldn't ask. Like, it would just come into your life, wouldn't it? On the ladies, I, I feel less awkward when the ladies ask the young fellas if they want a sugar mama. I don't know why. I feel like it's much more socially acceptable. And why are we judging those people, by the way? I had, uh, yeah, the guys I understand, Maria. The, the ladies, don't judge the ladies. If the ladies, if, if they were married to a dude who worked, you know, 20 years on a website and then sold that internet company and made millions off it, and then that guy went out whoring in Las Vegas and then had a heart attack, you know, uh, mid-whore, well, then she deserves everything she wants. Let her keep that money and spend it how she wants. She wants to spend it on young dudes? Don't be judging. Don't be judging. Knock it off. Let them ladies live the way they want to live. I was downtown Minneapolis one night. There was an older guy. I bet this dude had to have been like, I, I bet he was upper 70s, low 80s, but like fun, you know? Had like this like cool little like Colonel Sanders beard and was like rocking a cool suit and like a killer pimp hat. That dude was awesome. And with him, I bet she was about 24. Had like, you know, the huge cans up top, long red hair. Kind of looked like Jessica Rabbit in a way. She had a red dress, big slit right up the side of it. And I sat in that bar and I watched every table of girls look at these people. And they would... Everybody just sat and was like, oh, my God, like, I can't believe. How how dare she be out with that guy? How dare that old man be out with that young lady? Obviously, he is paying her for her company. Yeah, because that's what she's good at. And that's what he wants to spend his money on. Why does this have to be such a big thing? We don't know what they're doing after they leave the bar. Maybe he's just paying her for two hours of company and then shoving off. What's the problem? I I don't understand what the problem is. What's the big deal? I, I was thinking to myself as I'm watching all these ladies like literally like do the move where they were like taking a sip out of their beverage and then looking around like, oh, I wonder what's going on over on this side of the bar. But obviously they're looking over so they could see the escort with the old guy. 
I was thinking to myself, you know what? I bet all of you would give up your accounting jobs if you could go and hang out with that guy and he would pay you. Guaranteed. Amanda says to each their own. I don't know why people are so concerned with what other people do. Hell yeah. Mel says, can I get that gig? I bet you can. I haven't looked, but there's got to be a, an app or a website or something for like an escort in Minneapolis. What's the problem? Guy wants to pay a few bucks and hang out with a lady? Great. And if they want to do more, even better. It's her body. It's his money. If it's a mutual transaction, who cares? Why do we have to sit and get judgy about it? Bellamy Jack, hey, whatever pays the bills. Hell yeah, whatever pays the bills. I personally wouldn't do it. My time is valuable to me. (laughs) I don't care how much you pay me. I'm not going to go hang out with you. Hard enough making small talk with people I don't want to be around and not get paid for it. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on Stitcher. Every day around 9.45 a.m. Central Time, we go live on Instagram. It's at Rudy underscore Povich. Thank you guys once again. Hi, Emily. I'm going to make sure that I I read your email from yesterday, and I'm going to make sure that I get back to you. So uh, if you remember, Emily's daughter is in Children's Hospital at the Epilepsy Center. I'm going to make sure for sure that I get back to you today. So uh, you guys have yourselves a great day. And once again, thank you so much for taking a long walk to Cleveland. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.